A new Bluetooth-based COVID-19 contact tracing app developed in Canada will be rolled out for testing right here in Ontario next month. Joining us now with the details, tech guy Adam Oldfield joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Adam, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. Okay, uh, what do we know, Adam, about this app? Just exactly how will it work? Well, it's going to work very similar to what we've heard before. It's going to use the Bluetooth technology. Uh, it's uh, You have to download the app. Everybody that's integrated or close to it to track and keep a record of it has to also have the app and their Bluetooth on. So it's very similar to what we're hearing that's out there in the existence already. And uh, the announcement of co- it's called COVID Alert, uh, just so you know, and it is a federally supported project that was uh, developed by many coders of shop. Shopify, uh, coders from BlackBerry, uh, you know, and they've collaborated using the foundation software that Apple and Android uh, collaborated on and have uh, launched this as sort of a, a system that many countries can be able to utilize to help keep uh, awareness and helping people keep healthy during uh, while this COVID decline, so to speak. Okay, now they, Adam, are promising privacy, but how can users... How can we all be confident that we're actually going to get that, that we're going to get privacy? Okay, well, first of all, let me correct you, Jeff. No, Trudeau, our prime minister claims privacy. The privacy commissioner is still waiting on information on the app before they're going to justify that. That's the part that I kind of giggled at when I saw that. And I'm like, wait a minute. The privacy commissioner has not given full clarity as to how the privacy information is there. Trudeau is claiming the privacy is only going to be tracking GPS. The, 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 the tidbit of information between the phones are going to be anonymous. And when the information is uploaded, uh, it will be uh, completely only aware of that Bluetooth code, and that Bluetooth code, when it is triggered that you have COVID, would then make those aware uh, around you when you were in uh, transit or traveling that they may have come in, uh, may have been exposed to COVID-19. So this is the part where I think we're jumping the gun a lot, where I know Trudeau is very excited and wanting to find a solution to get our lives back to normal, and this is a a great step for us. Uh, But again, when the Privacy Commissioner hasn't completely reviewed it, I, I got to agree with them. Um, I'd rather take their call on it than as much as I love to trust what our prime minister is tell, uh, telling us. Okay, but what would you say to those that are listening right now, Adam, and they're saying, well, you know what, to hell with privacy, public health, public safety, that is paramount right now as this pandemic is ongoing, and we all need to have this app and be sharing information. I mean, what are the potential risks to users or those that download this app? Um, Well, when we're talking about security and so forth, I think the one thing is just a matter of what kind of privacy, as we brought up, is it really being secure? I mean, the fact that we're all, A, and everyone's got to do the same thing, Jeff. So here's the thing. We all have to download the app to start with. Two, we have to have our Bluetooth on. Three, we have to have our location services on. So this has been the big debate in Germany and Europe with the program that they've been rolling out with is, you know, the apps that are being developed quickly, I might add, meaning there's not a lot of testing. This is an app that's been, A, developed, quickly rolled out, and and being able to ask more questions than solutions are being provided, it's going to create a little bit of wonder as we constantly hear that apps are being compromised, servers are being compromised. In fact, it was only two weeks ago that the eHealth in Saskatchewan, their entire database was compromised by hackers. So when we're talking about our health and we're 
talking about our security. This is, uh, I think we're rushing very quickly, the same way we're trying to find a vaccine quickly, that this may not be the best solution. And just to add more insult to injury to this, is that there's now more than six uh, tracing apps available on the market. So do we have to download all of them? If you're in Alberta, it's called AB Tracing. Uh, I believe Saskatchewan has their own. So Ontario's launching the federal test, which is the COVID alert, and hopefully uh, the, the, the Trudeau government is hoping this will be a federally uh, universal software that many 30 million Canadians registered on the cell networks would be able to use. But is it going to we're going to get a lot of misinformation here. This is getting worse before it gets better. That's my opinion. Yeah, so you think that we should just have one standard for everybody when it comes to contact tracing and that way there's a central database and you can control that data perhaps a, a little better because I think there's two things, two issues when it comes to our privacy here, Adam. One is making sure that that data remains anonymous, but secondly, as you pointed out, it's hackers. And I don't know if we've heard from the government uh, whether or not uh, this database and this app is entirely hack-proof. They haven't announced how or where the information is being stored, other than it is fully encrypted. Uh, the intellectual property, by the way, Jeff, is is it's been proven now that they own the intellectual property, not only the uh, the software, but also the data. So our federal government, which, if I'm not correct, our health system is run provincially. So then it becomes a bit of a who's got access to this information. I, I mean, I'm no expert on the whole how the servers are interconnected federally for for health reasons, but it's going to create a lot more complications in regards to how it's being managed and who's got access to it. Is each province got access? Who's Who in that province has the access to the data? The feds have been very clear to say they are controlling it. So there's, like I said, there's more questions that are being generated from this new app coming out. And I believe the benefit of it is there. I think using, take away all the garbage I keep bringing up and I'm being just a negative Nelly. I think the, uh, the ability of what this could do and how it could help in keeping us safe and letting us know if we have been in proximity of someone with COVID is definitely value, 100%. I'm just concerned about how it's being run and, and what's being done with the information uh, when, when it's transmitting and making people uh, aware of they've come into, into contact with COVID. Joined on the line by tech expert Adam Oldfield. We're discussing this new Bluetooth-based COVID-19 contact tracing app app that has been developed right here in Canada will be rolled out for testing coming up next month right here in the province of Ontario. Adam, a moment ago you mentioned Shopify and that they've been part of this. And I was kind of wondering how different is this app from other apps that we might already have on our phones? I mean, is it radically different? Or, I mean, there's a lot of apps that people have downloaded. Aren't they kind of tracking us and getting our data already? They are, yeah, absolutely. And I think with what they're doing in this development, um, I mean, try to simplify it, but Apple and Google collaborated and it's their open source system. So the reason they collaborated on this project was so that all cell phone systems could, could work with it. What they've done is Apple and Google has said only uh, one, co- like per country, um, is allowed to use our open source system, meaning that multiple different developers can be able to utilize it. So I think they've done it right. 
and in Ottawa, uh, Shopify, along with BlackBerry's coders, uh, got together and collectively said from BlackBerry's side their experience in building mobile apps on both uh, Android and, and Apple, and also from Shopify's side, from information being stored. Shopify is one of our leaders. It's one of the biggest growth when it came to online e-commerce and has really exploded during the COVID uh, crisis. So it makes sense. I think they made the right choice with the developers that worked on it. Um, we do know that the information in the storage is going to be in Ottawa, and I would trust that the uh, information and how it was being created is, is going to be universal for Canadians. And I think that's the part which is why uh, each country was given open access to the code, because it, we have to factor in that this is a federal app, Jeff. That means it's got French, it's got English. Uh, it will have probably parameters based on uh, different regulations per province. Um, it will come with also, I understand, features bringing up awareness of changes in that province. So as we're talking phase one and phase two, it will be an information source that can be provided as well. So in addition to what, what can I do, what can I do, what is open, what isn't open, this app may be that next phase of getting our information about what we can and cannot do around our communities and within our province. Am I allowed to travel to New Brunswick or am I not allowed to go to BC? So I'm, I'm speaking what the app could do <laughs> and how it's going to integrate. But what is definitely clear is it's a Canadian app made for Canadians. All right, just finally, Adam, this app will be voluntary. So do you expect or do you think a lot of people will voluntarily download this? And I guess what would your advice be? I mean, is this just a buyer beware that you're going to have to make a determination between public health and uh, public safety and also your, your exposure to COVID or I guess your exposure to your personal data and whether or not your privacy is going to be maintained? Yeah, I think it's it's definitely voluntary. No one's forcing you to download it. It's not like a, a public alert announcement that says you're going to hear three beeps and please click this and download the app. It's a, you've got to go to the app store, whether it's Apple or whether it's Android. You have to search for it. So, you know, again, confusion. If you type in right now, if you go into the app store on, on Google and Android, I mean, again, they're not universal by country, meaning you're going to need to know the name of it. You're going to probably type in, as many people won't remember the app name, uh, COVID tracing, COVID. So I believe there's going to have to be a $200 million advertising campaign on the taxpayer's dollar that we'll have to watch and make people aware of. Download this app, look for it online. Uh, there's going to be a lot of online ads. It's going to be really in your face for people to be aware of it. Then they got to download it. Obviously, it's not available till next month. I can't comment other than what I've seen in the general research online. But um, once you download it, what information are you giving it permissions to say? So so I would say maybe July 3rd or uh, July 6th when uh, we can maybe get back on the line, I could say, here's what it's giving, you're giving access to. Until I can see that, I can't properly give you a prop, an answer as to what is it going to be needing from your phone. <laughs> All right. Well, no doubt we will talk again on this. Adam Oldfield, Adam, appreciate the time as always. Thank you, Jeff. Have a great weekend.